And good morning. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Splonskowski along with Tom O'Keefe. And we are coming to you live for the next couple hours here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Thank you for sharing your Thursday morning with us. And before we go too far, uh, let's start our day off with a prayer. Tom, would you like to lead us? I would love to. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this beautiful day here in the Midwest. Thank you for this apostolus that reaches so many people, touches so many lives, brings people closer to, to Christ, your Son. Now let's just begin and glorify you with the prayer. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tom, for that. How are you doing today? I'm doing really quite well. Really quite well. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a big weekend coming up Yeah, here. we have a retreat down at Stiplestead Lodge in Lisbon, 80, 80 men of faith gathering to with our bishop, Bishop Folda, yeah. uh, to, to, to teach us about, about, about the Eucharist. And uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a marvelous weekend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, as we were just talking off the air a little bit, there's a little stress. Uh, Tom and I work with uh, Brad Gray, who, you know, works at the Diocese of Fargo. And uh, he's not going to be with us for this retreat. So we're uh, working with our team of men um, who are putting on the retreat. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I have a crew of five guys coming to help cook in the kitchen. So we'll be on the grill all weekend cooking burgers. And Monsignor Gehring's getting our ribs ready yep. and our pulled pork ready for us to throw on the grill and finish off. And so it's, it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, I'm the MC for the weekend. And it's, it's, I could probably have the easiest duty uh, of all of us. I just got to cue the bishop. Take it away, Bishop Folda. There you go. <laughs> now, it's, you know, and I think, Tom, one of the wonderful things about all this, I mean, the Lord does give each of us gifts to share for his church and for building relationship. And we share those gifts, but at the end of the day, he's the one who does everything. Mm-hmm. And so I was just mentioning off the air a little bit as I was driving into this morning, thinking about how really, I don't know, and maybe I'm crazy, but the, the more I grow um, in age and hopefully in faith, I feel like the Lord is asking me to give up more and more control, to mm-hmm. trust him much more and more. And, and as this, I was listening, you know, praying, praying the rosary this morning, it's a Thursday, so the, the uh, Luminous Mysteries. As I was thinking of the wedding feast of Cana and that, that conversation between Mary and Jesus where she comes to him and says, they have no more wine in the Gospel of John. And, and he turns to her and says, what is that to me? My time has not yet come. And so I'm thinking all the people who are standing around in this conversation, looking at the tomb, going, well, what are they talking about? Mm, yeah. I have no idea. What, what does that even mean? Right? And, and she turns to the people who are listening, the servers, and says, do whatever he tells you. And I think oftentimes my relationship with the Lord is I, I see things revealed, I, I hear things, and I don't really know what's going on. It's kind of all of a mystery to me. But all I can do is take that next step. Do whatever he tells you. And so, so the, the servants, right, they, they do exactly that. Jesus says, take the jars, the washing jars, fill them with water, and take them to the head waiter. What strikes me about that is, Tom, you and I are both studying for the diaconate. If somebody came up to us and said, like, we were, we're serving at Mass, and we're supposed to wash the bishop's hand, and they said, go, go over and, you know, take the mop bucket, because that's the washing jars. Mm-hmm. They were for washing. Take the mop bucket over to the bishop and wash his hands. We'd be like... Wait a minute. What are you telling me to do here? Yeah. You realize that I'm, I, I could get in really big trouble for doing something dumb like that? And, and Jesus says, take the wash jars to the head waiter. So they actually are called to admit this act of faith, to step out in faith and trust of Jesus, of this man who's telling him. And they take it to the head waiter, and the Lord works this miracle of, of wine. You know, and as you're, as you're talking about this, Steve, I'm, I'm thinking about that situation and, and being that person that's standing there watching this interaction and 
They don't know Jesus at all, but just imagine with the conviction that Mary says this to them, the trust that that must have instilled in them, the the quiet, humble, uh, reflect in her heart confidence that she had in her son, who she knew her son was, that they did whatever he told them. Do whatever he tells you. Yeah, and, and and as we start this conversation, we're going to talk a lot today about Real Presence Radio, the history of Real Presence Radio, the future of Real Presence Radio. And as I was pondering that on Illuminous Mysteries this morning, it made me think of the history of Real Presence. Now, um, I was executive director for 13 years, starting back in 2007 for Real Presence Radio. And so I got to work with a lot of the guys who started this work and hear their story. And that's really how Real Presence Radio started. I mean, there were four gentlemen who were kind of on their heart um, back in around 19, in 1999 uh, to do something for the church and to use radio. And they all independently felt this call. And at, at one time at a retreat, the four of them were in a discussion, and one of them, Steve Logering, brought up the idea, you know, I've been thinking this thing about Catholic radio, and I just don't know what to do with it. And three other guys like, we've been thinking the same thing. Independently, they were given mm-hmm. an inspiration by the Holy Spirit. And then they come together, and that's how it started this whole thing with Real Presence Radio, the Incorporated, actually as Ave Maria Radio in 1999, realized there was already an Ave Maria Radio, so they changed to Real Presence Radio in December, December 12th of 1999, um, and then 2000, changing the name to Real Presence Radio. And it was, that was the beginning. It just guys stepping out of faith saying, I have no idea what to do with this, but we're all kind of feeling the same call. Kind of like those, those servants. Okay, she told, there's six, there were six jars, so there had to yeah. be six people there yeah. carrying those jars over there. And she just told us, do whatever he told us, and he told us to do that. So, next step. And I really think, Tom, that's the story um, of, it's the story of Real Presence Radio, but it's also the story of each one of our lives in following the Lord. He doesn't give us the whole plan. You know, as Aaron mentioned off the air, right, that kind of, that phrase, man plans, God laughs, right? It's like the Lord, his plan is so much bigger than ours. He's not going to show us the whole plan because we would not understand to be that conversation like he had with Mary. We don't understand. But he says, next step, do this. And we're looking for that next step. That's all we're called to is the next step. Lord, what would you have me do next? Because I think sometimes if we saw where we're going, we saw the second step or the third step or the fourth step, we wouldn't take the first step. And we wouldn't understand anyway, right? I mean, if the Lord revealed his plan to us, we would just be overwhelmed. We know that even just in planning for ourselves, if you look at, okay, what's your goal? I want to be over there. Oh, it's so overwhelming. I have to go there. I go to, there's no, I'll never get there. I'm not even going to try. Okay, just take the next step. What's the next step in front of you? And so that's the invitation, I think, today, as we ponder that with us as we have these conversations. What is the next step? And, and what if that next step you take isn't where you expected it to be? How, how can you respond? How can I respond? How can we respond? If that next step, if I step out, um, and we're going to have some stories about this all day, I think. If I step out, and it's not what I expected, do I freak out, or do I turn to the Lord, as, G- as Peter did? He said, step out of the boat, and cry out, Lord, save me. And you know what happens? The Lord immediately reaches out. So that's the conversation today. If you're just joining us, this was Real Presence. I have lots of conversations today on the, hist- or the history and the future of Real Presence Radio. Also, going to talk about Sister Wilhelmina um, with Sister Misericordia, Latin word for, mis, uh, for mercy. Um, there about uh, Sister Wilhelmina. You've seen her in the news about her body being exhumed and being uh, 
uh, incorrupt. And so we'll talk about that next half hour. But this hour, Tom, let's talk a little bit about how you got involved with Real Presence Radio. Well, I'm just thinking that if, if you would have told me 10 years ago that I'd be sitting here today hosting Real Presence Radio, uh, there's not a chance that would ever happen. Uh, I was coming back to my faith, and, and I'd been searching for something deeper in my life and spent most of my life chasing the, the secular dream, and I won't go into too much of that, but as I started doing some of those crazy things, like uh, from Rediscover Catholicism, Matthew Kelly, going to daily Mass, trying to get my confession in order, uh, starting reading the Bible, it just seemed like, well, people listen to this Catholic radio thing, I should try that. Well, the first time I tried it, there was a episode on it. I don't know what it, I, I just wasn't ready for it. It just blew me away. Something about demons and stuff. And I said, oh, okay, that's, that's not for me. Uh, but it kept calling me back, kept calling me back. And then the next one was the pop, next episode I listened to, maybe a month later, was, was the pop check talking about virtues and, and in relation to your sin. This just that day was exactly what I needed to hear. And uh, then over time, I, I, I just got hooked on Catholic Answers. And I was working at a job that time that I had to travel back and forth between a couple facilities multiple times a day. And it just seemed like every time I would travel, it would be the Catholic answers would come on. Uh, and then slowly became, came, came a, like a, a subliminal part of my life. And then uh, uh, the, probably the most Im impactful thing was, I don't know how many years ago, maybe eight years ago, uh, my wife works from home, and she's one of those people that she works in a very, very detailed job, but she can have noise in her life. I can't have any noise in my life. I have to have absolute quiet if I'm going to read. But she can, and I, I suggested she get a radio so she could listen to Real Presence Radio. And uh, she, she said yes, that she would do that, but she was pretty sure she was going to listen to her music anyway. Uh, but then her, too, slowly started listening to the pop checks and uh, uh, Dr. Ray Garendi and, and uh, Dr. Anders. And, and now so much of our life as we come home is these episodes or these, these things that she's picked up on RPR during the day. And it's just one of those things that if you have it on, it starts to become an influence in you and starts to change your life and the way that you look at life. And then uh, uh, through an, another a number of other circumstances, I got to know you, Steve, and I uh, started working with you on some, some men's ministry stuff. And... Uh, then uh, you asked me to co-host with you one day, and, and, and I said yes, and, and, and here we are. But I just want to go back to that idea that, you know, I was listening to, to uh, Catechism in here, and uh, Father Smith talked about how when, you, when you're saying the Liturgy of the Hours, you don't realize how much it infuses into you, those psalms, those repeated, that repetitive prayer, and then how it becomes a resource for you later in life uh, in a difficult time. And, and Real Presence Radio can be that as well. Because you know, Audrey's there working, she's listening, she's coming home, she's sharing her, her nuggets that she got during the day uh, that help us both then live a more fruitful life. And still, every time I'm in the car, I'll, uh, I'll uh, uh, try to get something, a real presence radio in the little bit of time that I have to travel. Yeah. I think what you, one of the things that sends out to me is I hear this all the time, and it's happened to me too, where you turn the radio on and it has exactly the message you need at the time you need it. You know, and again, Frightening, next, frighteningly, right, frighteningly, sometimes like, wait a minute, hold on. You know, I was, I remember so early, early on a real presence. The first, we only had one radio station when I started in Grand Forks and I live in near Rolog, Minnesota. So it's a two hour drive um, up there. So I would go up um, and, and go up on Monday, stay overnight um, and then work for a couple of days. I stayed at the rectory there at St. Mary's Parish where we had moved the studio and, um, and then work, work overnight 
stay work the next day, come home, so that I you know could work a few days. So I'd work three days on, and then work from home the other two days. And and there was I had lots of radio time, you know, lots of radio time to listen. As soon as I got within range, because the station really only we could only pick it up about Hillsboro, which is uh, forty miles out. And uh, but there were so many times that I'd be listening, and one of those times, um, the speaker on there. And I was traveling all over the place with, with Real Presence, just trying to expand the network at this time. And, and there was this, uh, the speaker came on and said, you know, from Scripture, what is it if you gain the whole world and lose your own soul? And it was a reminder to me, too, that these great works that we do, they are great works, um, like radio, uh, um, working in pro-life work, working with the homeless, they're great works, but they're, they are not the only work that we individually are called to. We are called to actually first and foremost, as Mother Teresa says, go home and love our families. Mm-hmm. And that was her call, a reminder to me, is saying, uh, you know, changed my mind of what would it be if I gained the whole world but lost my children? If I went out and evangelized the entire world but my children left the faith, what did I gain in that? And so it's that, that challenge for me, and still, I still work in the church, that constant challenge of saying, if I can't love my own children, how can I love anyone else? And so I, I, I am, I'm convinced today that the struggle in the church is not that we don't have enough apostolates doing evangelization. It's that we ourselves are not evangelizing in our own individual lives. I just heard on the radio the other day with Teresa Tomu actually saying that uh, the studies have shown that people in general are very, very open to discussions about faith. But we as people of faith are uncomfortable having them. Mm-hmm. So the, the people that need it are open to it. But those of us that think we have it aren't, pre- aren't prepared or aren't willing to share it. Yeah. And often we've used the line during our pledge drives on Real Presence, and I still do pledge drives for EWTN around the nation. Um, that idea, though, that, that, that Catholic radio is evangelization for shy people. But I would take this another step. You don't get to just support Real Presence radio and not evangelize on your own. If Real Presence Radio hasn't changed your life, if going to Mass on Sunday hasn't changed your life, if going to confession on a monthly basis hasn't changed your life, then you're missing the point. We change the world one person at a time, one relationship at a time. These are tools to fill us, to make us able to do this work, but we have to do it ourselves. We're going to come back and talk more about this. On the other side of the break, this is Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. Have you ever wondered if your family's past struggles have affected you personally? I'm Father Chris Alar. You and your ancestors are all part of the body of Christ, so you should desire healing for them for the consequence of their past sins. Evidence suggests that these consequences can even be passed down through generations. While God does not hold you personally responsible for the sins of your ancestors, 
he does allow the effect of their deeds to reverberate from one generation to the next. The sins or sanctity of your family members may impact you. So learn how to break free from any sinful bonds in your life. There is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world-class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit catholicprofessional.life. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Sponskowski along with Tom O'Keefe. And we are here this morning conversing with you about, really about the, uh, the call, the call to trust, the call to, to faith, uh, the call to step out um, and take a risk. My Jesus, I trust in you. And I remember when we brought the radio station to Rochester, Minnesota, a bishop there at the time said, My Jesus, I trust in you and I risk in you. For if we do not risk in the Lord, how do we prove our trust of the Lord? And uh, so many times we've taken risks at Real Presence Radio. So many times, many of us, you can look at your own life. And I encourage you to do this. Take some time today um, and sit down in prayer with the Lord and ask him to show you the path that he has walked with you. Um, in your life, in the different times that he's been there for you, because it's been all the time, <laughs> but the different times that he has really, really shown himself to be present. Well, Steve, you talk about some of these risks mm-hmm. and, and, and risking and trusting, and, and, and tell me about maybe one or two of those times and, and how, how that trust proved worthy. Well, uh, and every time the trust shows worthy and this is the fun thing about real presence uh radio every radio station that we have on the air every signal that we have on the air has its own story of trust risk and relationship uh, because it cannot be done without that but going back to the beginning as we we're talking before real presence radio again starting first as ave maria radio the first station that real presence radio got was it was k-u-n-d it was the the radio station u-n-d's radio station and they sold it on private private bid private auction and so we got it. Um, I was not there. This was over back in uh, before I, I came on board. And uh, but the station was we got it on private bid, and they had to move the station, had to build tower site and everything from the location, and change the call letters. Every station has its call letters. KWTL was the call letters that they chose um, with the uh, alliteration. There the uh, as as uh, the. The definition of that being knowing the way, the truth, and life, KWTL, knowing the way, the truth, and life. And with that, of course, uh, naming Real Presence Radio, who Jesus is the real presence, um, as the, the, the way, the truth, and the life for us. So KWTL was our first station, 1370 AM in Grand Forks. Um, and I came on board in March of 2007. Uh, we still just had the one station there in Grand Forks. And uh, really that, you know, what was kind of funny about the word Real Presence Radio, because we would, you know, when I'd go out, 
Um, so in 2007, I was the only employee in, in March. And I had to go out and get, you know, gather underwriting, do engineering, all this kind of stuff. But it was kind of funny. I, with gathering underwriting, I talked to different groups, people who were, you know, very active in their faith that weren't. And they say, oh, real presence. That makes a lot of sense because radio is everywhere. Real presence radio. We're present everywhere. And they're like, yeah. And it's like, okay, sure. And oftentimes they say, and what's the sunflower thing that you've got? Because we use the monstrance, right, as, our, as part of our logo, the sunflower thing. Well, actually, it's a monstrance. It's actually the real presence of Jesus Christ. So there's always an opportunity to explain something about the Catholic faith. And so those the two pieces were even just trying to go and get underwriting. We had to take the, you know, and explain who we were and what we had to do. And so it was that opportunity. And I, for myself, um, it, was, it was just that opportunity to grow in my own faith. And in my own trust in the Lord, because every day had its new challenge where the truth is, Tom, and I mean, I had no radio experience coming into Real Presence Radio. I'd never, ever even been on the radio or at a tower site, anything like that. But it was even the journey towards that was a seven-month journey um, where I had been unemployed. And the only, I, I applied for over 100 positions. And the only one that would ever call me back was Real Presence Radio. And I had a couple of interviews, and I'm just like, I am not doing this job. I am not interested in radio. I am not interested in fundraising. But it was the only thing the Lord would open the door for. And it was kind of a, I think it was a, it was a kind of a, a, a preparation for the rest of what real presence would be. Because you know how we all have doors in life, and we're looking for that next step. But for me, the Lord, like, door, 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 all closed. This one's open. Where do you think you're going to go, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> like, how about that door? Yeah, that's closed. How about, okay, fine. I'll go through that door. It's the only one that's open. Next step. And, then, you know, and he was like, it was kind of like I would feel like my life was walking down corridors, knocking on doors. Open, no, close, close, open. Okay, open door. Let's go through it. See what's, let's see what's on the other side. This should be interesting. Um, but it was really kind of an exercise in giving up control um, and trusting the Lord, as we've been talking about this morning. And my life continues with that. I mean, that's, that's an ongoing pruning. And I think that's the, the invitation uh, that we make with Real Presence Radio. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what, what, do you have a partner with EWTN right off the bat, or how, how did that go? Yeah, actually, well, back at, about 25 years ago, Mother Angelica got on the radio and said, I'm providing uh, television programming, and anybody who wants to start a radio station, I will give you uh, our programming free of charge to start a radio station. But EWTN will not uh, buy or build radio stations. That's what she said. So, there was a group uh, four guys um, across the nation, four guys took that up, uh, upon themselves who started out right away and started taking her programming. And so that still stands where EWTN provides the programming free of charge. Ave Maria Radio is its own entity, but they give their programming to EWTN, as in so EWTN and Catholic Answers, um, also the Sunrise Morning Show from Sacred Heart Radio. They send that to EWTN, EWTN sends that out. So there's a partnership there where all that programming is offered free of charge so that radio stations can continue the, the work of evangelization. So another... Uh Another impact of Mother Angelica exactly. on the world. And just trusting, right? And I think that is the call. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say. That The, the only call that, that I can really see that stands out is to trust in the Lord and take that next step. I keep going back to the Israelites, right? He calls them out of Egypt. And, you know, the phrase, you know, as you mentioned from morning prayer, it's always there. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it, right? The Lord's like, he wants to do everything for us. But we don't really want that. Mm-hmm. Because we really want to take pride in what we do. We really want to take credit for what we do. And the Lord's saying, please, I will do everything for you. Will you let me? And he, you know, every time you just go back to Scripture and read um, the whole, this whole story of Israelites being called out of Egypt, uh, it, it is that story over and over where they trusted for a while and then they stopped trusting. And the Lord's like, come on. 
Let me do this for you. Let me give you manna. Let me give you quail. Let me give you water. Let me give you a promised land. Oh, no, this is too scary. Those guys, they make us look like grasshoppers. <laughs> it's like, okay. This, I, I believe that it's the same story. Oftentimes we hear the story, you know, uh, and, and we say, oh, gosh, I would not be like them. No, I'm like them every day. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and did that, that, that need to have control of, of, uh, of your life is, is something that derails us all. You know, Tom, you know, it's a, this journey, and I know you're, you're, you've been in management I've also probably read a lot of self-help books. I know you do. I, you know, read these self-help books. There's a lot of them out there. Um, in all of that, there's an interesting theme of man, of mankind, of humankind, that this desire to do something great. We all have this desire to do something great. Something beyond ourselves. But, but if that's the case, if it's beyond ourselves, then it has to be drawn out of us from something, someone outside ourselves. And so I think we really struggle with that, that dichotomy between I'm supposed to do something great, but it's beyond me, which means someone else has to kind of do it in me, right? The Lord has to do this work in me. And we're, I think that's the, the daily struggle of saying, okay, I can see, Lord, that you're, you have a plan here. You're pointing out there's a vision. We have a vision here for something. I'm not exactly sure how to get to that vision, but, but Lord, what's the next thing I can do? And I think uh, one thing you said touched me, Steve, is, is uh, that need to do something great or do something beyond yourselves. And so going back to my story, being here hosting with you is, is what I would consider beyond myself. But in that, that would never happened. This would never have happened of my own design. Uh, but it was it was God's influence in my life and other people's influence in my life, walking along other people, uh, and them supporting me and sharing their faith with me and changing me. That leads you to that next place that's beyond yourself. Well, I think that's a great point too because I'm thinking myself. Invitation is so important right now. I mean, we we talk about a lot of our parishes really lack volunteers, but there are plenty of people out there who are looking for some way to be involved in, in a greater way. But we're so afraid of taking the risk of stepping out, of being rejected. And so we won't step out and offer our gifts because most of us, let's take an example. If you step back and say, these are gifts I have, but you really want to walk up to someone and say, these are gifts I have and I'd like to share them. Most people, you know, okay, they're going to look and say, you are an arrogant, right? So we have to invite. The only reason I'm at Real Presence, was at Real Presence, right, even started working here for 13 years was because somebody invited me. Well, and you said earlier, uh, three things, and I can't remember the first two were, but the one was relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna, when, when you're gonna invite people into something, it's because of that relationship that they have with you. And, uh, and, I, and we've lost that a little bit in, in, our, in our parishes, in our, in our church, you know, asking for people to help through email or volunteer sign up or something like that is, is certainly a good thing. But when, when I know the guy that's calling me to ask me for help, or ask me to help him, uh, or the other guys that have been involved, like the Made for Greatness Men's Ministry, that relationship with what I have with them is it makes me committed to that work. Yeah. And that willing, willingness to say yes and step out. Well, it's kind of funny. You said, you said three things, and the only thing that I remember is the one on relationship. That's actually, the, that is where we need to focus. The rest of it doesn't really matter, right? The rest of the stuff in our lives doesn't really matter without relationship. Communion. Right? Communion with each we other. We can't know God unless we know our neighbor. 
We can't know our neighbor truly unless we know God. And so the relationship is where everything comes back to, that, that knowing. And I make the joke, you know, when we leave this world, we take nothing with us except for the relationships that we've built during this life. All the physical stuff stays here. That's a relationship. I mean, I can think, you know, somebody can say, well, what about knowledge? Knowledge is important, too. Well, what is knowledge? Connection? Relationship? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you can't, you can't know something without making connections, right? It's like you don't, you don't just get knowledge infused and suddenly know something. It's in connection to something else. Wait, I know this and I know this. Oh, and this makes sense. That's knowledge, right? So it's about relationship. It's about that connection. And so I think we had to keep in mind, um, as I, I mean, I often tell, I'm, I feel like the Lord telling me and I tell people that I, I work with, is in moving forward, do everything you can to preserve relationships. And on, there are times where you have to step away from relationships. Absolutely, you have to do that. But keep in mind that the, really at the end of the day, it's the relationships that matter. And overall, as we're talking about Real Presence Radio, it's that relationship that's truly the, the, the umbrella of, of, of who we are. Yeah. So we appreciate uh, the relationship you have here with Real Presence Radio. I know for so many people who have supported Real Presence Radio over these years, uh, when I became even aware of Real Presence was about 16 years ago um, and working with all of you for 13 years. And thank you for all your support for Real Presence Radio and your ongoing prayers and support for this work because we're here to build more relationships among others in the community and a relationship, of course, ultimately with our Lord. We'll be right back on Real Presence Live. 